Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, a podcast where two amateur mixologists introduce homemade cocktails and discuss what makes each one a giant hit. Now, here are your hosts, Finn and Matthew Henry. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, the podcast that's always shaken, not stirred. I'm Matthew Henry, and I'm joined today by my partner in crime, my partner in podcasting, and my partner in drinking, my brother, Ben Henry. How's it going, Ben? It's going wonderfully, Matthew. I noticed that ChatGPT is getting repetitive. You called me a partner in crime again. I know it's it's there's only so many things that I can call you. Apparently, I don't know. Um, I, I think it's, and frankly, I just I typed in give me five more and didn't even read what I was going to say before we started. So um, right, maybe I would have edited it a little bit if I had <laughs> I'd known that. But. I think it's interesting that ChatGPT keeps calling me a criminal. Uh, well, it's it's it knows you. Right, I think is uh, you know. I think that's uh, frightening, and I don't want to think about the implications <laughs> of that. Um, uh, yeah, you I know, will say that you're not a criminal, but you, uh, your personality uh, could could lend itself to thinking that you might oh, be mischievous and right. getting into trouble. I see. I'm not a criminal. I just act like one. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Well, you know, it's turned, as far as the uh, chat GPT intros go, I, I don't think that was the best. I don't think that was its best work. Um, no. <laughs> you read it well. You read it well. Um, but um, yeah. Anyway, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, life is good. I have been on a diet recently. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Does, I mean, that, does that mean less alcohol too? Uh, <laughs> in theory. In theory. <laughs> uh, it's definitely inspired my cocktail today. It, it definitely oh. has inspired my cocktail today. Uh, but we'll get to that later. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, I'll talk about that. But, yeah, it definitely okay, influenced okay. the cocktail choice today. Mm. Well, now I'm intrigued because mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's got to have, like, fruits and vegetables or something. So yeah. I guess we'll, we'll we'll find out. That's right. We'll find out. That's right. Well, because well, I, I put some calories in. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, and, and you're doing well. I am actually fighting a cold. Mm. So I apologize if I sound a little nasally today. Oh. Uh, I'm actually on the downside of it. I'm at that point now where just the nose won't stop running. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm worse through the worst part of it. So I, I feel like, you know, it, it's only a day away until I'm, I'm, I'm better. But oh, that's right why, now fighting it a little bit. That's why your voice sounds so sexy. That's right. Yes. I've got that sweet dulce tone today. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, you know what holiday's coming up? Uh, Flag Day. Is Flag Day coming up? Well, I mean, it's like in Isn't a month. June? It's like in a month and a week. It's like in a month and a week. Uh, okay, see, I don't even know when that day is. Are we supposed to like, and what do we do on Flag Day? We go out to dinner? I, on Flag Day? No, I think you put out. Should I make reservations? You put out your flag. Oh, that's it? That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's it. Or you okay. go look at all everybody else's flags. I have you know, a little story about that, actually. I used to have an American flag hanging in front of my house, right? Right. And, uh, you know, I'm a proud American most times. <laughs> and, uh, and and somebody came by. Like, I think it might have been like Halloween or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and she said, thank you for flying the flag. And she gave me this, like, knowing look. 
Oh. And um, oh. so I took it down. I took it down the next day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is kind of a sad state of our of our country when you're taking down the flag because you don't want to be associated with uh, um, sociopaths. But, uh, you know, that's how, just How do you know that's what she was? How do you know she wasn't just being super creepy weird? Same difference. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, for whatever reason, she she creeped me out, and I was like, "I'm taking down the flag." Mm, I just mm-hmm. uh, right. Um, you and, didn't and, you didn't and, want and, to invite no. creepy weirdos like that to you, no, right? So I put up yeah. a San Francisco Giants flag in its place. So. Oh, okay. Uh, well, so yeah. I mean, well, it's yeah. it's yeah. at least at yeah. least you're proud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm in Northern California, so I'm a little safer. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, so this holiday that I wanted to talk about actually is Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a mother? <laughs> uh, in the literal sense, yes. Okay. I do. Okay. I do. You know her. You've met her. I, I do. <laughs> I, I, I do. Yes. Uh, I think I think we actually might be related to her. That's right. <laughs> well, generally we are. Generally people are right. related to all their right. mothers. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So uh, she's my mother too, and uh, I know she listens to our podcast. So shout out, mom! This is Happy Mother's Day. This is it. This is what you're getting. Ah, uh, one well played, well played. <laughs> yes, Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Hey, this is your phone call. That's right. That's Dang. right. And your text, all in one. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> what? Uh, just picture an emoji of hearts and flowers. Well played, Matthew. Well played. All right. Well, so I have a question for you, though, Hmm. around Mother's Day. All right. What's what's the most memorable advice that mother has ever given to you? What is the most memorable advice that our mother has ever given to me? Mm. (sighs) Wow. There's so many good uh, and by good, I mean, memorable things that my mother has um, has told me in life. Um, but I think the one that most sticks out to me, the one that I remember, it's, it's almost like a family motto, uh, is, uh, do it to them before they do it to you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Word, words to live by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know how most people, when they, you know, the kid goes out to the door to, to go to the bus stop or they drop them off at school and the, and the parents yelling, you know, make good choices or, or have a good day, or I yeah. love you, sweetie, or zip up your fly. You know, one of those things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our mother would say, uh, do it to them before they do it to you. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know. Yeah, that's I, good advice. I, is it? Is it good advice? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, unless you're like a sergeant on Hill Street Blues. Man. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, no, I don't. I think that's bad for that's bad advice for cops, Matthew. No, don't do it to them. You know, before they do yeah, it. Yeah, that's to true. You. That is bad advice <laughs> to them, especially for them. Yeah. Hmm, now yeah. I'm thinking that TV right. show is a little. Odd. It's more <laughs> like it's more. It's more like do only what you ha- do what you have to do, but otherwise be nice. That's I, that's you know that's my motto. Okay. That's that's my yeah. own advice to myself. But anyway, huh? you didn't ask for good advice. You asked for memorable advice, and and that's what exactly. I remember. I'd like All to right, think well, that she was being funny when she said that, but you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, she has been known to try and be a little funny. So yeah, I, I could see that. Uh, my most memorable though was during one of the most like like crucial cruxes of my life. Right, like I had this existential angst of what I was going to major in, and I had just stopped i had just dropped organic chemistry and i knew that i wasn't going to be pre-med anymore right and so then i had to figure out what i was going to major in 
And so I was talking to, to mother on the phone and I said, maybe I'll be a teacher. Oh. And so, you know, we were going, I at the time was going to a, uh, I was going to Columbia University, you know, Ivy League school in New York City. You know, it cost a pretty penny to go there. Yeah. Although I had a pretty good financial aid package. So I, it wasn't like I was, uh, we were spending a whole lot of, of, of the hen or Henry Doe on this. Uh, but, uh, but I told her this, right? I think I want to be a teacher. And she says to me, you know, if you're going to be a teacher, get your ass back to San Jose State and and stop with this Columbia thing, right? And uh, and you know, so uh, that was the advice that she gave me. And so then I thought, yeah, I guess I don't want to be a teacher. So I, I um, so I didn't. I, I decided to do something really lucrative and be a psychology major. We're off to an interesting start on this episode. <laughs> hey, but you know, yeah, but you know. I, I love her mother, but she, you know, she tells it like it is. That's She's true. not one to like beat around the bush. She's not around to tell you, oh, honey, do what you want. No, she was like, if you're going to like be a teacher, just get your ass back to San Jose State. And and I think, you know, in retrospect, she was probably right. Yeah, like, I mean, she's I, a I very practical, you know, person, right? Like, it's very, it's, it's like, why invest that much if the payoff is going to be so little? And of course, I'm speaking financially, <laughs> not yeah. not in terms of like, you know, socially. Yeah, right. and and hey, if you went to San Jose State, fine institution. Okay, I'm not I'm not putting down San Jose State, uh, but it would have been a little cheaper, I think. Is yeah, what her point right, was. So, right. Yeah. Well, you oh. know, and she's a she's a frugal person, Matthew. She's very financially focused, right? No, I mean, I yeah. I mean, like she's yeah. like, I don't mean financially focused. She's very, um, you know, she's financially savvy. And, well, yeah, uh, so savvy that her retirement package was to get hit by a GMC truck. <laughs> That was just dumb luck. Yeah, everybody gets lucky, <laughs> Matthew. Sometimes, and that was her time. Um, all right, all right. Well, happy Happy Mother's Day, happy Mom. Mother's Day. You know, but before, I mean, you know, yes, Happy Mother's Day. But there is one more bit of advice that I do remember that that she gave to me. Oh, okay. And that was buy your booze in bulk around the holidays. <laughs> That sounds like our tip of the day. <laughs> tip of the day is straight from our mother. Buy booze in bulk around the holidays to save, and and uh, that is exactly true. Yes, you know. So this last week was Cinco de Mayo. Walking through my local grocery store, there was some really good deals on tequila. Uh, so I didn't need tequila, but did I buy some? Yes. Yes, I did. And uh, because it was like six dollars off a bottle of uh, of tequila that uh, that I wanted to try. So, you know, that's it. And then March 17th, you know, St. Patrick's Day, you see the run on Irish whiskey. Definitely load up on that. Uh, any American holiday vodka all of a sudden comes on sale. Uh, so uh, why is that? Vodka's our drink. Vodka's our drink. It, it is because because they don't nobody likes to taste alcohol, especially the twenty something girls in like Daytona Beach. I mean, you know, they just want vodka and like the, soda or something. We're the or, birthplace of bourbon. Yeah, yeah. I well, mm, vodka. That just doesn't seem right. Vodka. Well, anyway, oh, yeah. it is good advice, though. Um, I mean, you said you know you didn't need tequila. I I think Matthew. Some people might say you never need tequila. Which in my book means, of course, you always need tequila. Like, yes. you, you can't have too much tequila. 
Well, if you ran out of tequila, that would be a real problem. That's right. That would be a real a real problem. Um, but you know, also, which is what I tell my wife when I brought home you know the extra bottle. I was like, I didn't want to run out, honey. So. <laughs> And I got it on sale. That's right. That's right. And the way you go through it, it's always a, a possibility. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I I like to uh, partake as much as the as the next person. I've been kind of pulling back though because my bar right now is full of rum. Still, I noticed. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's partially because I stopped making rum cocktails after the whole tiki adventure. Uh, And so I have been trying to branch out into other cocktails to, you know, sort of reset my palate, as it were. But um, but yeah, maybe I maybe I need to bring back some rum cocktails. Maybe I need to go back to making tiki cocktails. No. (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, (laughs) speak. Well, maybe we should just get into the cocktails. Let's see. Uh, So you you mentioned you mentioned that you uh, had a diet inspired cocktail today so i i am curious what are you drinking today today i am drinking a cocktail that i call a fuzzy mint a fuzzy mint is uh well let's see uh to prep it i actually cut up a bunch of produce first of all and uh, (laughs) uh so it has four to five cucumber coins five to eight mint leaves two ounces of gin a quarter ounce of simple syrup, and two to four ounces of club soda. You'll also need a lime wedge, some extra cucumber coins and mint leaves, and a sprig of mint. Those last ones are just to make it look pretty. Uh, Hmm. To make the cocktail, you take the cucumber coins and you put them in the bottom of a mixing glass. I just use a clear pint glass. Uh, you chuck the you chuck the cucumber coins in, and you add your simple syrup. I didn't really measure like a quarter of an ounce. I just put enough to kind of like you know give them a little uh, viscosity, a little drizzle. yeah, a little drizzle. And then you muddle them real good. You got to muddle the cucumbers real good. Um, you know if they're fresh. If they're not fresh and they mush, um, maybe you shouldn't use those. You should have thrown that cucumber out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I did today actually. Uh, yeah, Sunday's grocery day, and uh, you clean out all the old stuff to put the new stuff in, and there was some interesting specimens at the bottom. <laughs> right. N- not a black lime, though, but just, oh, uh, no black just some interesting yeah, yeah. cucumbers. Yeah. yeah. So so don't use the black cucumber in this cocktail. Uh, and then you, uh, so yeah, muddle that real good. Then you toss in the mint leaves, and then you just do a little light tap, tap, tap. Okay, so so you give the cucumbers a good hard muddling and then you give the mints a gentle tap, tap, tap just to kind of release the oils a little bit. Then I added the two ounces of gin. I squeezed in the lime wedge and then I stir that with a mixing spoon. Okay, this is not going to create a ton of of liquid, right? And it's going to be rather thick from all the muddled um, mint and cucumbers. But you're gonna so you're gonna double strain that into a Collins or a highball glass filled with ice, mm-hmm. uh, right. and then uh, you are going to drop in your extra cucumber coins and mint leaves on top of the ice, and then you top all of that off with your club soda. Um, you know, 
it really depends on how much of the cocktail, uh, sorry, of the gin you flavor you want in your cocktail. So uh, you may that's going to dictate how much ice you put in your glass, and then that's going to dictate how much club soda you put in there. So it's going to be two to four ounces. Um, I fill that all the way up roughly to the top, and then I garnished it with a mint sprig, and it ends up creating a very, very nice and refreshing um, and flavorful. Uh, cocktail that's actually excellent for summer days. I mean, this is like one of those ones when you want a long cocktail to just sit by the pool or, you know, um, in the dark, mm-hmm. in the darkness of your own living room while the kids are at camp. Whatever. Like, whatever you need to do and want to do, this this is a good way to kind of lengthen that out. It's one of a perfect summer cocktail. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so as I talked about at the beginning of the show, the reason I made this cocktail, Matthew, is because I've been on a diet. Oh, and uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I honestly, I'm actually just doing it because I'm just kind of like playing around. Um, as uh, yeah, like I've had a lot of free time recently, and so this is just one of the things I've been exploring. Is like, hey, let's see how hangry I can make myself. You know, and <laughs> uh, and let me tell you, I get pretty hangry. And I don't know if you know this, folks, but one of the best things to do when you're hangry. Other than eat, <laughs> is to is to have a cocktail, because now of course you're drunk and hangry. Um, <laughs> but but actually yes, I was looking for a cocktail that could be you know that you could maybe um, indulge in, but not feel super guilty about taking on all the extra calories. Uh, and so that's why I went with uh, this particular cocktail is because it's uh, it's very light on the calories. Uh, it doesn't bring a lot of sugar. Uh, it doesn't have um, a lot of liqueurs in it, which also have sugar in them and bring a lot of calories. Now, cocktails aren't calorie free ever, right? Because alcohol has calories in them. But but alcohol calories are not the same as as sugar calories. Um, or calories that you might get from other normal sources of food because your body can't turn that into energy that it stores, like in fat, right? Mm-hmm. So it's either it either uses it or loses it. And so it kind of burns that first. Um, so, uh, so that doesn't mean that they're not calories and they don't count against your diet though, right? Because your body still burns them. If it's burning those calories, it's not burning other calories that it has available to it. So it's still a little bit of a cheat. But a great way to keep it light is to remove all of the other things that make a cocktail super, super um, caloric, right? So like the sugar and the juices and the liqueurs, all of that stuff. And mint and cucumber um, and gin are a great way to add a little bit of flavor without, uh, you know, overdoing it on the calories. So that's that's what inspired this cocktail today. Wow. That's a lot of inspiration there. That's a... uh... It sounds refreshing, though, and and I I do have kids going off to camp uh, in in a few weeks. Okay, so I might sit on the couch and drink my in the dark. fuzzy mint in the dark. Yeah, yeah. In, in the dark. Okay, in the dark. Okay, mm-hmm. I got to remember that part. Right. All right. Yeah, but it sounds sounds really refreshing and light, and uh, maybe someday it will get warm enough, you know, here to really you know right. enjoy a refreshing bright drink right. like that. Well, and the other thing that I like about this cocktail is that um, it is very, very flexible. Uh, you and I have talked a lot off the show about uh, how we never make vodka cocktails. 
And we've already kind of bashed on vodka in this particular episode itself. Um, <laughs> this would actually be a really good cocktail to to swap out, uh, to swap in vodka, uh, to switch out the yeah. gin for the vodka. Because um, then you'd really get that minty cucumber flavor correct. without the without, gin kind of yeah. in the way there. Right, right. Yeah. without the gin botanicals being in there. Uh, so this is a perfect cocktail for that. This is also a good cocktail that can serve as a base for adding other liqueurs to it. So if you're like, I'm not on a diet, Ben. Uh, but I still that still sounds really nice and refreshing. This is actually something really good to add extra um, liqueurs to. So like an elderflower liqueur, like St. Germain would be really good in here. Um, yeah. But also any kind of... Like, ginger liqueur, maybe? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Ginger liqueur would be awesome with this um, or any of the other lighter, like fruity um, liqueurs. Um, something that's like super heavy might end up um, obscuring the cucumber flavor a little bit. Um, but... Uh, but this is a really good base for that sort of thing. And and what I do like about it, too, is it's just a little really light on that sour pattern. It's not a super big amount of of of, of citrus and um, which allows you to play around with these lighter flavors. Right. And not have to balance that citrus with something like a sweetener. Um, and mm. so you can actually get some more delicate flavors into a template like this uh, when when you're using just a little bit of just a little splash of the citrus rather than like, you know, three quarters of an ounce, uh, which we would typically use um, or, right. or more for some of you crazy citrus people. So anyway, well, that's a good tip. That's that's good. Tip. There you have it. A fuzzy mint. A fuzzy mint? And I called it a fuzzy mint because of the fuzzy mint leaves. All right. Or because of the fizzy club soda. Or fuzzy mint, fizzy mint. Yeah, fuzzy mint. Cucumber mint fizz. I really struggled with the name on this one. So I I wanted to go with something that was unappetizing and unappealing, like the fuzzy (laughs) mint. So I want you to, when you think about this cocktail, uh, I want you to think about the mint that is in your pocket, the unwrapped mint that you find in your pocket. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. The one that you got from the bar, that's, stuck it in your pocket right. as you were leaving. That's right. Um, it tastes nothing like Maybe that. Maybe it's gone through a wash or two, you know, and yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, that sounds that sounds f- fabulous. Um, I decided on my cocktail to go in a different direction. Definitely not uh, the, the um, kind of light way that uh, that you went uh as you know i i am known to like an old-fashioned and one of the great things that i love about the old-fashioned is that it's really a template right i mean it's uh generally it's two parts of a spirit and then you usually do like a quarter of an ounce to half an ounce of a sweetener or liqueur and then a couple dashes of bitters of any kind. And you can mix and match all of those things and get lots of different flavor profiles. And so so that is what I have done today. Today, I am bringing to the show a banana old fashioned. And uh, you're shaking your head like this is like a bad thing. This is a wonderful thing, Ben. My stomach just growled. Like I, I just heard you say banana old fashioned and I'm looking at the I'm looking at your 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 ingredient list here and the first ingredient is bourbon and that's when my stomach just went Oh, because you're on a diet yeah. and it's like I really yeah. Yeah, I really want this. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean like sorry, this sounds like sorry. a good ice cream topping. I'm sorry. Continue. 
Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to add so much angst to the guy that's on a diet. But uh, so anyway, it's got uh, so in my banana old fashioned, I've got two ounces of bourbon, a quarter ounce of Jaffard's Banana du Brésil liqueur. It's French. I don't know. I don't speak French, but banane, banane, banane du Brésil liqueur and a quarter ounce Demerara syrup, which if you don't like your cocktails sweet, maybe just stick with the banana liqueur. Uh, but I, I like a little sweetness in mine. So I stuck a quarter ounce of Demerara syrup and then two dashes of black walnut bitters. And if you're not familiar with Fee Brothers Blackwater Walnut bitters it's uh it's pretty tasty especially in an old-fashioned like i've actually not used it in anything but an old-fashioned and it just kind of lends itself to that deep earthiness of an old-fashioned and and i really really enjoy it so and then you take an orange peel and you express some oils over the top of it and uh, well first you put all the ingredients bourbon the liqueur the syrup the bitters into a mixing glass with ice unlike you i actually have a mixing glass and uh, and I stir it with a mixing spoon and then I strain it into a rocks glass with a large cube of ice. And then I garnish it with an orange peel, express some orange oils over the top. And it just has this wonderful kind of uh, bourbon with some banana notes in the background and the black walnut kind of in there as well. And then the orange kind of lends itself to the nasal kind of, uh, it's just, it's so good. It's so good, Ben. And uh, so that is what I'm drinking today. And, you know, I will say the banana liqueur, it's important here. I mean, don't do 99 bananas, you know, in this one. Okay. I mean, 99 bananas is the cheap kind of banana liqueur that you find, um, you know, at your local liquor store. Uh, it's 99 proof. So it does pack a punch, but completely artificial banana. This one is actually made with like Brazilian bananas and steeped and just, it's a better quality banana liqueur. And uh, I would say that's the way to go when you're really trying to build a nice old fashioned. So uh, that's my that's my drink today, Ben. Well, garbage in, garbage out. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Like, you know, exactly. you're not going to get a great tasting cocktail if you're using bad liqueurs. Uh, I think it's... Yeah. No, if you're doing like some kind of slushy drink for the kid, you know, I say for the kids, for the young adults, uh, you know, the 99 bananas, that's going to be fine. But when you're doing an old fashioned where you're going to sip this drink and savor the the flavors, you want a high quality banana liqueur. Right. And so that's that's what I'm doing here. We have a strict rule though, Matthew. No slushies. No slushies. Unless, no. unless I make them. In, in, in which case it's, that's right. it's totally allowed. Because I've never made a slushie. Totally yeah, um, yeah, I'm the one with the strict... Actually, I made a pina colada once, yeah, so I don't, I don't know if that's... That's true. That's in, about as close as I've back gotten. Back in the early days, you did make a, a pina colada. Now, I know this is a cocktail show, but as I mentioned, I am on a diet, and I'm looking at these ingredients, and I think, Matthew, if you actually pulled way back on the bourbon, maybe like a quarter of an ounce, and you bumped up both the Demerara syrup and the banana liqueur uh, mm-hmm. and turn this, add maybe a little bit of, uh, yeah, no, uh, put all of that into a pot, overheat, stir it <laughs> until it, it reduces into a syrup, to a syrup, a syrup. Uh, put some orange peels into the syrup to steep with there, do add the black walnut bitters and then put that on some ice cream and it's going to be amazing. 
Yeah. No, I think that's like a banana split kind of like, well, what's that thing where you light the thing on fire and all uh, that? Bananas uh, Foster, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, there you go. Right yeah. There. So that's what this this cocktail is basically a dessert uh, cocktail, uh, old fashioned. Um, oh, man. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having, I didn't I'm having I like hot flashes now right now because yes. I, I just yeah, like, I know. Uh, so hungry. I'm so hungry. I'm so, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry, Matthew. Hold on a second. I gotta, hang on. Hang on. I gotta get this cucumber oh. coin out of my glass. <laughs> yes, eat a cucumber coin. There you go. <laughs> I might just eat this sprig of celery while I'm at it. So celery. Sprig of, uh, sprig of mint. Uh, mint. Hey, you'll have minty fresh breath. So that's good. Oh, um, um, oh that did not. It's not in the spot. It's making me angry. <laughs> mm, mm. all right well uh, what are you gonna do uh you know this is uh this is definitely a cocktail that's not diet inspired uh something that you can sip and nurture as you're you know kind of winding down for the evening after dinner a mm-hmm. uh, really nice cocktail to just kind of savor maybe in front right. out on the porch on a nice summer night right like so i made a diet cocktail and and you made like a like a dessert cocktail or a cheat day cocktail or a celebration yeah, I mean, after you're off the diet cocktail that's right, right? that's right and this is this is not like it's not like a dessert cocktail. I mean, you could make it. Yeah, if you do it to your specs, like where you lower the the bourbon and up what, the, and then put it on ice cream. Sure <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a dessert. Yeah, yeah. But this is this is just enough sweetness to kind of counterbalance the the bourbon, and uh, so I think I think this is a nice cocktail. No, I agree. I, I I didn't mean to imply that this is a dessert cocktail because there are plenty of dessert cocktails. Something that we've never done on the show. Um, are genuine dessert cocktails, but uh, but no, this is a a uh, a definitely a um, uh, sweet and flavorful um, old fashioned. Um, right. Stay tuned next week, folks, when I bring a dessert cocktail. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'll still be on my <laughs> diet. I'm do, I'm, I'm oh, we can listen to Ben Wimper. Yeah, come back background. next week, folks, and find out how hangry Ben is. <laughs> <laughs> how hangry is ben this week and uh and what cocktail you know what my cocktail next week from might might be for next week just straight no. just straight vodka there you <laughs> it's go. just like yeah yeah i think some people call that a vodka martini you know i'll, That's I'll, right. I, I'll serve it in a beer stein from my refrigerator my glass refrigerator Right. Yes. Yes. And uh, and uh, I'll just have a pint of uh, a vodka, and then there there's a, a very dry, yeah. a very dry, very martini. dry martini. Um, I you know I've known a few people that uh, that, uh, that that have lived their whole lives that way. I mean I don't know that I I, I haven't known them. I've seen movies about them. Uh, I don't think we would want to know anybody like that. Um, but no, anyway, no. Uh, well, there you have it, folks. Those are our two cocktails for the day, the banana old fashioned and the fuzzy mint, mm. a diet cocktail and a diet breaker breaking cocktail. <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining us this week. It's been a pleasure having you with us. Uh, remember to find us on social media. You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram, both at Giant Cocktails. You can also find us at the same handle on uh, Mastodon. In uh, is it the Bay Area server, Matthew? Is that is that yes. where you can find us on on Mastodon? 
Uh, yeah. And also, uh, tell your friends about Giant Cocktails if you've been enjoying hanging out with us and listening to us. Um, and it would be great if you, um, you could give us a, a rating or a comment on, especially on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us uh, grow the show. And, um, and yeah. And hey, uh, by the way, when you're connecting to us on social media, be sure to uh, reach out to us and say hello because we love to interact with you guys. And uh, I think that does it. Thanks for joining us, Matthew. It has been an absolute pl- pleasure uh, sharing cocktails with you yet again. Uh, cheers, my friend. Cheers, Ben. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until next time, bottoms up. <laughs> <laughs>